Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review so we can continue to give you um, the, the ish that we talk. And now that is out the way, I will not act like I'm on AF, AM fucking radio. <laughs> what the fuck's the deal? All of you ugly motherfuckers. What's popping? I'm here with you. We here together. We gonna make this shit pop. Lindsay, what the fuck is going on? My dog. Like, what will be a breaking point for you where you just like, you know what? I'm out. Yeah, so, yeah, I was about to say, this is where we ask the audience. Yeah. So, so you already said said cheating, cheating, right? Yeah. Cheating. Okay. So Anybody you're, not, else? you're not giving a pass or nothing like that. There ain't no way. There ain't no way. That's no way. Who wants to do it twice? There ain't no way. So it's like if, if, if it's just cheating for her, like so if, if it's cheating for you the same way too? Yeah. So like if you cheat, do you feel like I need to leave this relationship? <laughs> if, I, if, if, I, if I would ever cheat, I would leave you first. I would leave you first. Oh, you such a gentleman. I, I do what I do. You such a gentleman. <laughs> that shit don't happen in real life, but you such a gentleman. <laughs> Anything else? In the moment. In the moment. That's different. I wouldn't be in the moment. You won't so be in you the wouldn't moment. put yourself in the moment. I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, make it make sense. Like, because what's the moment? Oh, okay. Oh. If, I, if I never say to myself, like, I should probably get out of here. So, like, dude, the whole time, you're not, you're like, oh, no, this cool. This ain't, we just chilling. We just, oh, no, she just want to rub my back. That's cool. Hey, I ain't nobody tripping. It's like, oh, okay. I mean, okay, oh, all right, you, you ain't got to kiss my neck. That's okay. Cool. This is not the moment yet. Not yet. It's not the moment yet. So, it's like, oh, it's like, Oh, now my pants is down. This, this is. She, she pulls them down. Oh, this ain't the moment. This ain't the moment. This ain't the moment. She did it. She did it. This ain't the moment. So when is the moment? When you're done, you're like, oh, uh, yeah, this is the moment. I had to go get my bro, right? That's the moment. That's the moment. Okay, so that's your, that's your. So this is cheating for you. Like, if she cheats, oh, hell no. But like, I just had to wait on the moment. Like, no. That's ain't the moment. That wasn't the moment. She sucked my d- I didn't do it. I didn't ask for it. Like, I didn't know. I, you know, when I feel something wrong, baby, I'm gonna just tell you the truth. When she was, when she was like, uh, 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 I was like, maybe, maybe it's time for me. Ain't no restaurant tour gonna run up on Keith Lee. Let's just, let's just end that shit right there. Y'all, y'all talk a lot of shit, but y'all not about to run up on. Ain't nobody about to run up on him, slap no food out his face, and tell him, bitch, what? Like that's just not gonna happen to him. No way, shape, uh, possible. So Santana, Salsa Santana got in on it. He pretty much was like, tag me in. And he snapped 
on DJ Academics and told him to pull up. He was like, go to my page. We got all kinds of bookings. We outside. Come pull up in one of the bookings, you know, and I'll beat your motherfucking ass. <laughs> I, Saucy Santana just doesn't look like the homosexual man that you're going to hit. And he looks and he looked like uh, uh, that dude off of uh, uh, Low Down Dirty Shades. He ain't about to grab his face and be like, oh, Bernard. Him, you slut. He about to beat the dog shit out of you. Like, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm laughing because it's going to be so funny because you're going to see a dude massively beating the shit out of a man with an open fist. And you're going to hear, bitch, bitch. What's up, everybody? This is the English that we talk. I am Lily. I am the uh, black smoking joint toting bad mf that you see. Um, minus the uh, chin hair, but I'm I'm growing it back. You know, <laughs> I want to look like the dude that uh. That is uh, looking at your sixteen-year-old daughter like you know you could go places. <laughs> I want to. I want to end up. Like, um, I, am I don't wit. want you to either. <laughs> <laughs> I am wit. I, I will never. <laughs> I, I, I raised nieces. <laughs> um, you know, I, I've 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 been a uncle ever since I was seven. I would never look at your children that way. Um, yeah. That's, that goes without saying, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I raised fine individual women too. Like, I don't get it twisted. I am wits. <laughs> <laughs> the do all be all. Uh, one of the greatest women I've ever been in in um in the atmosphere with, and I can honestly say that with no lie. Um. I've learned and I've grown with this uh, young woman right here. Give it up for <laughs> the boss of all bosses, the Queen de la Creme, Lindsay. Hi, everyone. Thanks for the great intro. I sound awesome. Oh, you are. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, we have a couple people watching as well. Derek says, hey, hey, hey. And Beckerman says, you should keep it shaved. Think how much faster you'll be able to swim. (laughs) Beckerman, you are the, I swear, as a minority member, the world doesn't know Becker like I know Becker. As a minority member, you are the most racist person I've ever met in my life. And he shouldn't be like uh, he should not be. When you meet Becker, because because uh, he he's asked to uh, uh, to be on this podcast, we're gonna have him. Yeah. When we have him on the podcast, you're gonna be like, why do you act like this? <laughs> like, what is going on? Fill me in. I need the backstory. <laughs> oh, oh, his backstory is amazing, though. Right, right. It is. It is every bit of someone who climbed the fence. And made some uh, something out of their self. 
Okay. And I'm talking about Mexicans right here. I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm oh. that's, that's Becker is. That's what Becker is. Um, <laughs> he is every bit of someone who who have, who have crossed the border, made something for himself, and act like he doesn't know these niggas. <laughs> that's exactly what he is. <laughs> he said, "Uh, uh-uh, you cannot sit with us." Yeah, right. get your poor ass away from me. Right, it pours. Yeah, I can't. I can't. That is hilarious. Like every time but, you want to feel happy for him, he'll tell you about his life of privilege, and you be like, you know what? Fuck you. Right. <laughs> right. That is funny. Well, you know, he'll tell you a story I'll- about how he was a nerd and. Uh-huh. Nobody really liked him, and then he'll turn around and tell you, like, yeah, um, I just start throwing away socks because I got tired of uh, uh, of uh, I don't I don't wash clothes. So I just start buying socks, then I start throwing uh, throwing my old socks away. Like, this is this is like I don't wash socks. This is the, this is the dude <laughs> I'm talking about. He'll wear so socks random. once, and then he'll throw them away and buy more socks. That is so he almost lost. He almost lost the girlfriend doing that shit. Because it's such a waste. Like, what's wrong with the socks? Was he walking? They're used. They're used. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> Tamika's also here. She says, what's up, y'all? Hey, Tamika. What up, what up, what up, Tamika? So, yeah. <laughs> Beckerman says, who's got time to roll the Mexican <laughs> This, this, is, this is the guy. <laughs> one of my one of my fondest workplace associates. I, I love this man to death because of the stories he gives me. I oh swear to God. God. <laughs> and he is such a degenerate. OMG. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely gonna have to get him on the show. Oh uh, yeah, he wants to so bad. Like, right. and, and, and he he asked, like, "Can I be? Um, when when are you gonna let me be a guest?" I'm like, "Whenever, right? Like, you're ready. I'm gonna send you the link, nigga." Right, right. Yeah, we we have to talk. We have to talk. <laughs> so yeah, um, so this has legit nothing to do with nothing, but I figure I should just throw this random piece of information out. Cause I found this out today. Did you know that you can climb the pyramids? No, I did not know that. Beckerman, did you know that? Cause that, <laughs> that sounds like some shit that you have done before. <laughs> <laughs> that has never even came across my mind to do. Like Me either. I just thought you looked and took pictures. That's what I thought. But yeah. People climb the pyramids. They say you can go up like three bricks. Like they allow you to go up three bricks. And if you go up more, it's illegal. But if you really try to climb them, you can like get up to like three years in prison. Like what's the point of even giving you the opportunity then? Like they said the bricks are huge. Like the picture I saw today, they went up there. Like the as far as they went up there, they gonna get prison time. But I guess it's worth it for the pictures. 
I'm saying them, if they give you the opportunity to climb, how are they going to give you a limit, though? Um, Because they said that, like, if they have a whole bunch of people climbing them and stuff like that, it can mess up the pyramid. Because, you know, like, wear and tear, erosion, all kinds of stuff like Then that. don't have niggas climb the fucking That's pyramid. That's what I'm saying. Like, either you do it or you don't. I would just be scared it'd be a bunch of people trying to commit su- Well, I can't say that word. But, yeah, you know. They, they're trying to unalive themselves. Yeah. That's what I would be afraid of. but Or do it on accident, you know? Yeah, I just I just wouldn't have them do it. Yeah. Beckerman says, um, yeah, but you got to watch out for the scam artists, basically surrounded by car nines. Carnies. Carnies. What are carnies? Uh, Beckerman <laughs> can tell you what carnies are. Carnies, for me, is basically uh, um, the... Uh, you know, like carnivals. That's where carnies uh-huh. come from. Like the weird niggas. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah, I thought that out today. I just thought I'd throw that random piece of information out there, just in case you like, you know, happen to be in Egypt and you swing past the pyramids, you can climb them. Well, um, uh, as a non-millionaire, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That won't that probably won't happen anytime soon. Right, right. Hey, we can make it happen though for a fraction of the cost. Now um, listen. Beckerman says, uh, like carnival workers, everything is a hustle at the pyramid. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I did hear that too. Like it's a it's a lot of um hustling going on there, which would make sense. It's a tourist attraction. I'm just not going to allow, I mean, it being a tourist attraction, even if I was there doing whatever, um, I'm just not going to allow you to climb on this motherfucker unless you can actually climb on this motherfucker. I'm just not going to allow you to climb, period, point blank. Go climb a mountain. Lead a pyramid. Yeah, like if that was a thing to climb the pyramids, all right, whatever. But like, it's not sanctioned to do it. So I'm not, you're not about to be like, I'm about to climb right here. I'm going to be like, nah, nigga, I'm about to call the police. Right. Right. I wouldn't even let you get close enough. Like, you know, I've been to the Mayan ruins and there was like nobody with us that was like, oh, I want to climb it. Like there was nothing like that. So it's like that's the closest I've been to that. I mean, that's like pyramid adjacent. These poor core niggas that lost their goddamn mind. I know, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, they thinking they can just slide off this shit like a regular building. (laughs) <laughs> built on an equation that we can never figure out. Right. Right. Exactly. They right. trying to get on that mug and slide down like it's that Detroit slide that's been fucking up everybody since it's yeah. <laughs> You're going to fuck around and you're going to try to parkour off a fucking pyramid and break your goddamn back, nigga. Like, right. what are you thinking? <laughs> Man. Man, oh man, I was I was outdone because I just knew the picture was photoshopped. But then when I went to the comments, there were so many people that was like, "Yeah, I did it," and blah blah blah. And I'm like, "What? Excuse me?" So yeah, I just don't understand why you would ever go to jail for anything that's not gonna get you money. Um, and I'm sorry if I uh, embarrass anybody in my family for saying this, but I'm gonna just be 100. I've never done anything that would guarantee me prison time. Unless I was actually getting a financial return from it. Yeah. 
So that is just ridiculous to me. Yeah. I'm not trying to climb them bitches. It looked like it hurt. If I were to fall, it looked like it would hurt very much so. Again, the pyramids was built on an equation that no one has ever figured out yet. Yeah. They cannot remake the pyramids. So that means that equation is not solved. It says nobody questions how the Mexican pyramids got built. No blaming aliens, just Mexican labor. Um, I have heard something about the Mexican pyramids. That's the, the Mayan ruins that I went to. Um, what I heard was that it was uh, Africans that built it. I heard it was the Moors. Yeah. So that's even all I heard. Goes, yeah. Either way it goes, <laughs> that's all, uh, Beckerman. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah. Either way it goes, Beckerman. You, you totally, uh, you know, just not few, uh, not uh, being a part of your brotherhood. Uh, <laughs> either way it goes. These are equated pyramids or are made on a such a structure where they haven't been created again. Yeah. So again, um, this is an equation that we have still not figured out as a people to this day. That's wild, ain't it? That's super wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the blueprint got buried with King Tut, I guess. I don't know. Nah, they 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 uh uh they they tore his pyramid up, and they still didn't find his blueprint. They still didn't, yeah. Yeah. Oh shit, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but yeah, that was just your random um fact that you can share um at the water cooler at work. So yeah. So are you ready to get into these topics? Let's get into these topics. <laughs> All right, so oh, hold on, time out before mm-hmm. you do that, because um, yeah. what the intro doesn't uh, do, it's represent Twitch. Hello, Twitch. It doesn't. Yeah. We are also on Twitch. We definitely are. How you yes, doing? we are. Yes. Shout out to Twitch. So, um, excuse me. So yeah, so. Excuse me. <clears throat> um, let's go on ahead and start talk about this. Uh, Jason Whitlock versus Stephen A. Smith. So, um, Stephen A. Smith is a sports commentator. Jason Whitlock is pretty much the same thing. Um, if that name sounds familiar, it's because um he used to write for the Kansas City Star. He also wrote for the pitch as well. Um and then he moved to TV and he's been in certain circles where he is pretty much on TV being a coon. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And I tried to find a better word. Yeah, There's no way. We didn't like him here. Nobody liked him here. You know, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far to say. I don't think we knew how bad he was when he was here because he was just writing for the most part. I'm going to, for me, I'm going to say 
nobody in my generation that actually like listen to sports commentating um, like Jason Whitlock. Only because, um, and I'm only gonna, I, I, I can only speak for um, me in general. Mm-hmm. Jason Whitlock here, um, writing for the Kansas City Star, um, being a part of the pitch, and then um, he had a segment on Fox for a minute. It yeah. didn't last long. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody liked him because he never ever bigged up any black player of anything. Yeah. And so yeah. we didn't like him for that. Yeah. Right, right. He uh, he was extremely critical. Um, but what I will say about him, this is probably gonna be the only positive thing that you may hear somebody say about Jason Whitlock was that um he did a um he did an interview with Tech Nine around the time that Killer came out. And it was for the pitch. And it was such a good interview. It made me buy Killer. Mm. Mm. So I will say that about him. Like whatever he did in that article, it was it was great. So great that I bought Killer because I hadn't bought a Tech Nine album in I don't know how many years. The only thing about that is I will say um, I will ride off of Stephen A. with this one. Yeah. Um, You are a great writer. Yeah. You don't want to put your fucking face in front of the camera. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, let me get back to that. So, um, so yeah. So, uh, Jason Whitlock, once he, you know, started being on TV and whatnot, he started really putting a face to all the negative things that he would be saying about um, athletes and whatnot. Then he started moving over into just uh, pop culture as a whole, you know, saying all kinds of disparaging things and whatnot. So, of course, the um, conservative media that likes to come after liberals or, you know, um, unjust things, they they loved him because he was a black face that was agreeing with them to make them feel that they weren't racist with the shit that they were saying because they had a black face agreeing with them or whatnot. So um, he's also burnt a whole lot of bridges in the sports caster community. And he also comes after a lot of people. Um, one of them being Stephen A. Smith now. Um, Outside of maybe what you feel about Stephen A. Smith, one thing you cannot deny when it comes to him is that he is great at what he does. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, sir. Um, and he's just now getting into like the pop culture thing, um, within the last couple of years or whatnot, because for the most part, he's kept it to sports. But um, now he has a show on YouTube and he took to his show this past week to go on ahead and let Jason Whitlock have it. And boy, did he let him have it for 40 days and 40 nights. <laughs> he called him everything but a child of God. You fat bastard. 
Right. <laughs> he called him so many fat bastards. Bitch. He called him a piece of shit. He called him a bitch. He called him Kane. He said that was the worst one out of all of them was Kane. Which I'm not I'm not gonna disagree. Um yeah, so um you know you can only push somebody for so long before they just have had it with you. You know what I'm saying? So I cannot be mad at him um, because you can only take, sometimes you can only take the high road for so long to where you just got, you got to go on ahead and step off your, your pedestal for a second and go on ahead and, you know, lay hands and feet on a person and then climb back up to your pedestal going about your day. I feel like that was what Stephen A. Smith did, you know? Um, he also uh told he also um name dropped a lot throughout his uh monologue about the situation with um between him and Jason Whitlock. Um he name dropped a whole lot of people who he uh who can't stand him basically and how he's burnt a whole lot of bridges and how he's currently at the blaze because nobody else will hire him, you know, because he's burnt so many bridges. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and shout out to the Blaze. Um, I'll yeah. I'll ride off uh Stephen A. Uh, on that too. Like you know, shout yeah. out to the Blaze for uh being um who they are, but mm -hmm. we're not discussing you. Right. We're talking about um the deplorable individual that i know people in my city despised when uh even when he was here and after he left yeah it seemed like he got like a hundred times worse after he left yeah you know um yeah he uh yeah stephen a smith said he's gone after him for like the past 10 years you know and it's just, you know, it's just what it is. Like he, he had it. He, he was over it. I'm not mad at him, not one bit. You know, he said that he had to call people and apologize ahead of time. Let just letting them know. He called his pastor. He called some of his family members. He called uh, who does he work for? ESPN. He called ESPN. Yeah. Even though ESPN don't have shit to do with his podcast, but he called them ahead of time to let them know, like, hey. I'm about to do this, so yeah. I I I hate to um, I hate to be on my mace. Uh, and when I say on my mace, I hate to be uh the person that um that says that um things are gonna happen before they happen. Mm -hmm. But I will say, um, I said I told y'all the year of two. <laughs> 2024. Yeah. Going to be the year of receipts. Yeah. Now, we are seeing this. I said it, I spoke it into existence. <laughs> and we're seeing it happen. Um we've seen cat. I, I, I put the disclaimer out there, and now we see Stephen A. Stepping out of character. 
to talk about a fat bastard ass bitch that should have been talked about a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and he I, had receipts. He had he had receipts, proof, timeline, screenshots. Like he had it all. <laughs> this this the year of receipts. I told y'all. Niggas gonna yeah. start pulling receipts on you niggas. Absolutely. Absolutely like like motherfuckers is fed up. They fed up and I'm not mad. I'm not mad. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad one bit. Because it's only it's only so long that you can go that you can walk in silence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's only so long. You know, and you lucky that you lucky you got you got it after ten years. I don't know if I would have been able to last ten years. He he went a, a long time not saying nothing. That's yeah. why I, I really liked how he really uh set that shit up like man, you know. I talk to my pastor. I talk to my nigga. It, when you get to those type of levels, I ain't saying everybody does that. I'm going to say, put this in your perspective. Mm-hmm. When you get to a level, when you start telling niggas, like, hey, man, I done told y'all, I don't fuck with dude. Dude just got to not put my name in his mouth. And when dude put my name in his mouth, I got to say something. I I ain't going to act crazy. I ain't going to shoot his mama house up. But that nigga got to address this shit. Yeah. That's what it is. It is it's exactly what it is. That ain't got nothing to do with a nigga being tough. That ain't got nothing to do with a nigga having street cred. That ain't got nothing to do with a nigga uh, always regulating. That got 100% to do with a man being a man. After a while, man, listen. I'm not going to let you keep doing that. At, at, at one point, you're going to start influencing my motherfucking uh, uh, kids with the bullshit you talking about. And I ain't got time for that shit, my nigga. Yeah. After a while, I'm going to start saying something. I'm not going to keep on letting... Uh, I Again, put this in perspective. You are not going to uh, keep letting a motherfucker say some dumb, bummy-ass shit about you in front of everybody and you just letting it ride after a while one or two people are going to start believing this bummy ass shit yeah and i ain't got time to do that like cat williams said at one point we got to stop letting liars make the fucking no uh narrative about us yeah yeah i agree i agree um you know it, I mean, it's the, I mean, it's his chickens coming home to roost. You know what I'm saying? Like he's already been feeling it, you know, because for you to be the most hated person in sports for the most part, like I can't think of nobody else that's more hated. Can you? And, and see, that's the thing. I'm, I'm a, a ride off of Stephen A. with that too, because it's the thing. To be the most hated nigga in sports, the athlete's supposed to hate you because of yeah. the interviews that you come out with. It's not supposed to be your industry. Right. Right. Your colleagues. Yeah. Your colleagues are supposed to love everything you do. Right. Your colleagues are supposed to be like, shit, I wish I did a, a interview like Jason Whitlock. Your colleagues don't want to be, you're a cancer, my nigga. Yeah. 
Like, and I hate to be that kind, but I'm, I'm just going to keep it totally 100. Because, you know, I, I'm just one of those people. If, if no, don't nobody know, I'm going say this right here. I don't want to never disrespect nobody from the town. I don't want to never disrespect nobody from the town. I don't want to disrespect nobody from the state. I always say, man, I, I, I can't downplay Missouri. Because that's where I'm, that's the state I'm from. Yeah. But damn, my nigga, sometimes you got to call a spade for a spade. Nigga, you are a cancer. Yeah. We didn't like you here. The, the, the city drove you away. Like when you was jumping on on every, like for a minute he was doing everything and he was on uh uh, uh he uh, jumped on ESPN he jumped on Fox for a little bit and everybody was like hey um this nigga over didn't nobody root for this nigga we wanted him to fail <laughs> we wanted him out of here yeah, yeah we wanted him to fuck out of here we got yeah. tired of this nigga always downplaying black athletes yeah. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's crazy. It's crazy that I'm just like, how can you sleep at night? You know, with this purposely being your agenda, because it's not like it's a fluke. Like you're purposely doing this stuff, and yeah. then you're 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 speaking ill on dead people. On top of that, like I did just like just to, yeah, just yeah. to do the thumbnail. Just putting in his name just to get an image, some negative shit came up about him talking about a couple of people that passed away. And it was just like, damn, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? That's just a disrespectful nigga that he is. He tried to save face um, a couple of times. Um, but all that shit don't, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't, it doesn't resonate to a lot of people including myself, because I know how bad you talk about black athletes. And that's the thing that, that, that bothers me. Um, and I, and you know, you know what? I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that back. I'll scratch that off. I ain't even going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about how um, it bothered Stephen A. so much that he refused to work with this nigga before any of this even started. Yeah. He said he got it in his contract. That's wow. That they means you money. are a cancer. Like yeah. you can't do nothing. If it ain't if it ain't white, it ain't right to you. Right. Right. And, and that's got, why it that's got why so sour that everybody else didn't want to deal with you. Come on, man. You couldn't get nobody in ESPN to do an interview with you? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Not yeah. even Skip. Skip. You wouldn't even... Skip refused to do some shit with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's like... he's. I mean, he's, he's radioactive. Like, don't nobody want to touch him. You know? Except for those extreme conservative places that just need, like I said earlier, they just need a black face to valid to make themselves feel better about their racist views. They just need a black face that's gonna agree with them, and he's that for them. Or not, I'm not downplaying uh, Blaze TV. You just need somebody who um, 
can bring numbers that you wouldn't bring in before. Yeah. But those numbers are still fucking small. Yeah. That's the thing that's, that's you know, it, it was a lot of things that Stephen A. Smith said that, that uh, resonated with me and made a lot of sense. Um, you've been doing this for a while and Stephen A. only been doing it for nine months and he's able to surpass you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a getting views is when you start talking about Stephen A. or every other black person, like mm-hmm. that. Like, what what lane are you in? Like, you know what I'm saying? When are you ever going to be in the situation where um, it's not about the 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 minuscule money that you're getting? Because as a non millionaire. I understand that I'm never going to sell my soul to talk about other um, black people in a diminishing way. Right, right. Well, you're going to ride that non-millionaire to the end, ain't you? Yeah, that that was my favorite (laughs) thing. That was my favorite thing about reading that. I love that. It made so much sense because you're right. You're 100% right. I am a non-millionaire with this argument. I have no idea what it is to actually lose um, a significant amount of money like that way. I just know what it's like to lose money, period. Right, right. <laughs> right. If I'm losing $20, I'm pissed and everybody going to hear about it. Like, uh-uh. Everybody empty your pockets. Yeah. Who stole my $20? Yeah, something got to come up, nigga. (laughs) Right. I put five dollars on this counter. Five dollars better show the fuck up. Right. Right. We we lifting couch cushions and all. I'm I'm leaving with my twenty dollars. So, but yeah, but that legit is inside. Nobody know what the hell we're talking about. Even in that though, right? Even in that though, I'm not gonna sell my soul for that fucking twenty dollars. Right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna continue to downplay um, niggas that can do something that I can never do. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's that's the part that's crazy. That's the part that's crazy. It's like you're in a you're in a field commentating on people that you probably don't have no athletic capability to compete with. You know what I'm saying? But yet. You feel so comfortable to have this opinion, and you continue to have the opinion, and you don't, you just, you just don't care. I'm just, I'm just like, really, how do you sleep at night knowing what you're doing, and it's okay, and you're just okay with what you're doing. You continue to do it because that little bit amount of money um, is comfortable for him. I mean, it's, it's. I mean, it's a whole uh, 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 one of those things, man. Is it's hard to crack the code on on individuals, period. But um, it's just some things that um, all of us grow accustomed to. I can only yeah. speak for myself. I can't speak for everybody else, but I know. I mean, even um, uh, with my brand that I have and doing this podcast that I have and everything that's going on. Um, I still have to wake up every morning and go to a job. Um, So 
all of us in this, you know what I'm saying, in this time frame has some somebody, uh, I guess, quote unquote, like my mama used to say, that we all got to bow down to. Yeah. At the end of the day, I still got to bow down to this job. The thing that I will never do for this job is downplay who I am. Mm-hmm. And Jason yeah. Whitlock did, has done that uh, millions of times. And, and, yeah. and I hate to say it like that, but that is the that is the reason why we're even talking about him. That's the reason why um he is actually um able to be on Blaze TV or even for Stephen A to even talk about is because he is a person who has downplayed um every uh person that looks like him for years. Yeah. For years as an individual who does nothing but run his mouth. And could never do the things that other people can do, including writing. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, like I said, this is the year of receipts. Stephen A. brought up a lot of receipts. One thing he uh, brought up was um, it, it was nigga that the reason why shit didn't last at ESPN because um, niggas refused to write for him. Yeah, I'm not gonna write for you. Right. 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 I mean, it's a it's a crazy situation, but um, but yeah, Stephen A. basically handed handed him his ass, and it was it was a good it was a good uh video to watch. <laughs> yeah, but you know you know he's not gonna just let that shit ride. He's gonna ride on that, but yeah, but as far as Stephen A. Smith is concerned, he's done with it, and I hope and I hope that is true. I hope he doesn't come back. I hope it's not a back and forth thing. I don't. I don't foresee it being a back and forth thing, but I hope it's not. You know I don't I mean? think he is. I mean, even the people that Jason Whitlock is gonna touch. Uh, I hate to say it. No, nah, I don't hate to say it. Nah, everybody that uh, that Jason Whitlock is gonna touch is a bunch of fucking uh, undercover ass racists, and uh, most of them that got sense ain't gonna view that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So he's gonna get a couple of million views. Oh yeah. But he ain't gonna get what he think he's gonna get. Cause them niggas like to stay in the background, you dumbass Uncle Tom. Right. Or Sambo. Yeah, you, you still gonna yeah. be in the same boat. You're going to be getting shinlings thinking you're comfortable, and these niggas are going to actually be comfortable um living off the the, the bullshit that you spew. Right, right, and he's so not respected that his whatever he says is not going to make a that big of a difference or impact. No, he got to go on a whole humble tour. Yeah, right. The only way niggas don't fuck with Jason Whitlock is he go on a whole humble tour. Yeah, but his ego would never would never allow that. Oh no, no, in his neck. Right. But yeah, so that's that on that. So um, you know, shout out to Stephen A. For Jason Whitlock. Yeah, shout out. Shout out to Jason Whitlock for being the deplorable black man that you are. Um, it lets us know that um, all of us um, ain't ain't with each other. You know, uh, like like I'll, I'll say this. Just because you blood don't mean you family. Right. All skin folk and kin folk. 
All skin folk ain't kin folk. Yeah. So speaking up some speaking of some more kin folk, skin folk, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> whatever you wanna wanna put on them. Um yeah, so <laughs> still going off of this whole Cat Williams interview that we did or that he did that just set the world ablaze. Um Cat Williams has done another interview with Willie D. Um, so shout out to Willie D for getting that interview. He and he also interviewed Mark Curry. However, um, Cat Williams has also signed on Miss Tori Hart to be one of his opening comedians for his next tour. Now, if you don't know who Tori Hart is, that is the ex-wife and the mother of two of Kevin Hart's children. That is the wife that he was with on the come up and the wife that he spoke about in, I want to say the what now comedy special. Um, also the wife that he cheated on with his current wife. So yeah, she um, announced it on her Instagram page a few days ago that they, that um, she will be one of his uh, opening acts for his next tour. And some people have mixed thoughts about that. TMZ did catch up with Kevin Hart and asked him what his opinion was. And he just said that he hopes for the best for everybody. Um, I don't feel no ways tied by this. I think it's an excellent opportunity for her. She is a comedian in her own right. And when Kevin was on the come up, she was... One of the people that was assisting him with writing his jokes. So, um, yeah. So, she actually was with him shooting in the gym. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts behind this news? Because there are mixed thoughts behind it. So. <laughs> I want to be 100% clear when I say this. Okay. You cannot, and I repeat, you could not leave your baby mama out in the wilderness because you don't know what's going to you, you don't know what's going to happen. You think she's going to fall off, but some way, somehow, she matched up with a bear, and this bear. Has a fucking grudge against you. That ain't your baby mama fault, my nigga. That's your fault. This is the thing I want niggas to understand. I I I had a, um I have a lot of sisters. I have a lot of cousins. Um, I have a lot of nieces. I have um uh, a lot of women in my family, and I've seen things happen. What I've seen is in this situation with um, uh, Tori and, and, and Kevin Hart is you didn't uh, everything you was doing, you didn't you you wouldn't trying to help her along the way. 
And what ended up happening is a nigga that you don't fuck with seen the opportunity and grabbed onto it. You can't be mad at that. What you got to do is make sure she can't say nothing that dis- demolishes your career. That's 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 it. That's it. That's all. Other than that, I mean, because this is not a thing. This is not like um, uh, a, a real life scenario where, hey, this nigga you know, shot up my uh, auntie house and killed my cousin. And now you fucking this nigga. No, this is a situation where you're a comedian, she a comedian. You have never gave her, um, I, I can't say never because I don't know. Um, but I, I will say you haven't put her on a, a tour or in, in the arenas you was doing. But Not one time. Not one time. But Cat Williams guarantees every artist um, and I'll call them artists, but he, uh, they're comedians. Um, every artist that he's around, he makes sure that they make 300 grand a tour. Mm-hmm. You don't think she's going to jump on that? You crazy. Right, right. Um, yeah, that that's what my thing is, because not only does Kevin Hart go on tour and he has uh, people that open up for him, I mean, i.e. the Plastic Cup Boys, that's what they are. Those are his opening acts. So it's like, and on top of that, like you are known for putting people on. We have known of Tori Hart for years as being a comic. You never thought that it would be appropriate to at least get her her own 30 minute special, but you do that for other comics. You have no problem with doing that for other comics. You have no problem with putting other people on. Like Little Rail, um, he did his special back years ago, and that special was fucking hilarious. Um, he the Plastic Cup Boys had a special. Like you got this multi million dollar deal with Netflix. You didn't think that you didn't think about your wife one time, or 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 did you? Your baby mom. And, well, the ex wife. Ex-wife slash. At this point, you call her your baby mama. Okay, whatever you want to call her. The lady that was shooting in the gym with you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So she 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 got a lot of titles. She wore a lot of hats, and like, I just don't. I mean, or was there was there a conversation that you did try to put her on, and she was like, "I'm gonna do it myself." I I mean that could that. That could possibly have been the case, because I just, been. I just really don't, I just really don't get why he would not have put her on. Yeah, and even if that was the case, he still can't get mad at this. Yeah, Glenn is watching. He says, "Let's put some respect on her name." That's his ex-wife. I agree, his ex-wife. So yeah, um, yeah, like I just. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's it's weird. It's weird that you never tried to put her, as far as we can see, he's never tried to put her on. I mean, cause, yeah, because even, did, did, was she even in the uh, the real housewives, uh, house husband of Hollywood? No, that was an act, you know, that was like fake reality. That was, that was scripted. 
That's what I thought. Like, yeah. But if you don't offer a bag, why not offer a bag? Yeah. I mean, they've done petty shit, you know, back and forth because she was on Atlanta Exes and um, it was a reality show on VH1 and it was a spinoff from Hollywood Exes. So, like, the day it premiered was the same day he proposed to his current wife. So it was like, okay, like, y'all really on some petty shit. But this is the killer part about about that. Like, he's the reason for the demise of their marriage. He's the one that stepped out and cheated. Like, and again, with his current wife. He did it with his current wife, allegedly, you know, but nonetheless. So, I I don't know. I don't know. But right. from what we can see is that he's never put her on. And now somebody with a huge ass opportunity. I mean, you can say it's, you can say it's petty. You can say it's just either, either way it go, it's happening. You know what I'm saying? Only thing I would say about this is um, just as a man um, and I'll chime on it again. Boom. As a non-millionaire. Uh, <laughs> uh, I will say this. Uh-huh. Make sure that the woman that you are with is not paying attention to the actions that you are doing. Or um, let me just be realistic about that. Start changing up the actions that led to this situation because uh, the next woman is not going to be so easily uh, cast away. Mm-hmm. So um, this one is not going to be easily cast away. Um, you got two kids by her like you got two kids by uh um, the first baby mama, you you got away uh, scot free this time. Yeah, like you know, with with the first baby mama, you got. I think uh, he he paid her like a uh, hundred grand, and then child support, even though he was worth multi millions of dollars. Well, uh, I don't know how much he got. I don't. I don't. I don't know how. I know he's. I know he made way more after they got divorced, but I don't know how much she got. Right. Yeah. No. Um. I think. Uh. And and you know. Um. I I have to fact check this, but I think she got like a hundred grand, and then um. And then child support. Oh shit! He would have had to pay me alimony. I would. I wouldn't have cashed out. He would have had to pay me. I think that's all she got because I remember her having an interview where she was like she blew that hundred grand in a year. Yeah, hundred grand ain't a lot of money. That is so not like, a lot. Um, well, a hundred grand is a lot of money. It's not a lot of money when you are accustomed to a certain way of living. Hundred grand is not a lot of money. A hundred grand is a. Do you have a hundred grand right now that you can show me? I might not have it now, but I just got me a check. Again. Exactly. (laughs) Well, a hundred grand is a lot of money for someone who does not live uh, uh, in that type of level. 
if you live on a type, if you live on that type of level, yeah, I can get you a hundred grand. A hundred grand ain't a lot of money to them. A hundred grand is not a lot of money, though. A <laughs> like, hundred grand is a lot of money. To it's it should be. I'm not saying it is, but it should be. No. A lot of money, especially to a person who didn't earn that hundred grand. It should be a lot of money to you. I'm not no. saying how fast you spend it. I, I you could spend. I I, I watch Schoolboy Q spend a million dollars a day. So I'm saying I'm not saying how fast you spend it. But we're not gonna act like a hundred grand ain't a lot of money to somebody that doesn't have a hundred grand. But but look at it like this: like a hundred grand is a car. That's a Range Rover. But that's, that's a car you're not buying. That's a car you're not buying if you're not but used that's to that type it. of money. Okay, Lizzie, what I'm trying to get you to understand is. For people of certain means, like you said last time, it's levels to this shit. It is levels to this shit. It's levels and to this shit. And we're well, not hundred grand. A hundred grand to certain people in certain levels is a lot of money. So we're not going to act like it's not. It's not. Lindsay, again, you keep saying that. I'm telling you in true. a demographic term. Understand this. You are saying a hundred grand is not a lot of money. At the same time, you're saying that you are not telling me that you can just show me a hundred grand. I can't because I blow this shit on stuff because it's not a lot of money. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. What you are not understanding is the person that doesn't have a hundred grand, period, never seen a hundred grand, period. That's a lot of money to them. This is what I'm trying to get you to understand. People that duck, people that, that cannot grab a hundred grand whenever they want to, and this is something that I want to tell the audience because a lot of us are uh, are, are super ass dreamers. But I'm going to keep as a person who actually have touched a hundred grand, I can actually tell you that. If you have seen this and you have never seen any type of money, that is a lot of money to you. Period. So when you say when you say you ain't seen no money, are you talking about like somebody that you just hand a hundred grand to that's like living off the street or something? Is that no. what you're saying? No, I'm talking to I'm talking to the individuals that are are, are listening to us right now that uh their net gross or between forty-five and fifty-five thousand dollars. Y'all ain't seen just a hundred flat out. That's what okay, any. So your like, net gross, if your net gross is fifty-five, so your net gross is half. Of, okay, let's say your your net gross is half that. Yeah. You're not living high off the hog. You're not. You're not. You're not. So a hundred grand is a lot of money. But you're still not going to be able to live high off the hog with double your your growth. Your I'm not saying you're supposed. I'm not. Listen again. I'm not saying you're you will supposed be to. Extremely far away from living high off the hog. I'm not saying you're supposed to. What I'm saying is we cannot downplay or diminish 
what a hundred thousand dollars is now because we got to get back on subject now at the same token for tori hart that was disgusting to give her only a hundred thousand dollars yes that was disgusting i will say that because she has lived a life where a hundred thousand dollars was easy to get so I understand that. But I'm saying in a real lifetime, we're not going to mm-hmm. act like $100,000 is not a lot of money to certain people. I, I'm still, I'm an a average person, an average person. A hundred grand is still not a lot of money. I'm sorry. It's not. I'm sorry. It's not to me. But let's see what the comments are saying. Glenn says um, he's still bitter about the split. And he also says, hopefully Q bought a brush for his nappy-ass beard, LOL. I don't know who Q is. Schoolboy Q definitely did not. Uh, (laughs) All right. (laughs) And then Tamika says, 100 grand is a lot of money. However, with the cost of living right now, it definitely won't last a long time unless you invest it properly and not spend it on cars, homes, clothes, trip, etc. I get both sides. Yeah. Exactly. I get I get it. Like I said, as a person that touched a hundred grand before, I understand that. But I'm not gonna act like because I don't have a hundred grand right now, and I'm not gonna act like a hundred grand wasn't a lot of money for me. But that is because I've never seen that much. I'm not talking about Tory Hart. Tory Hart has seen that nigga Kevin make millions. So yeah, that was if that was egregious for her to get. Yeah, but even even on the even that on the average scale, you know what I'm saying? Like you're not going to get a decent house in Lee Summit for a hundred grand. You you're can only. Not. Yeah, like, you can only if, do if, so. Like you only go so far with a hundred grand, is what I'm saying. Even and I then, like if it's in a settlement like that, you gotta pay for your lawyer. So the lawyer's taking it off top. You know what I'm saying? So then, then you gotta like you gotta figure out your life with the remainder of the money. Like, again, hundred grand ain't going that far. Again, I understand that. Like I, that, that's why I understood that she spent it within a year. What I'm saying is. Put you in the same token. Say if you was fucking with a nigga and a nigga called you one day and was like, I ain't fucking with you no more and dropped you a hundred grand. If, are you going to say that ain't a lot of money? I'm going to say thank you. <laughs> but I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to be like, okay, drinks are on me at the club. I'm not going to do that. But again, I, I'm just asking that. I, I'm, you know, again, I'm just going to ask that question because I'm just saying like now for her in that situation, I understand we can root for her and say, no, she should have got a lot more money. But I'm not even even if even if it wasn't them, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm looking at it from from my perspective and how much an average person makes. You know what I'm saying? Like an average person can make a fraction of that, right? Lizzie, but there's not hundred thousand dollars a year. This this the only question I'm gonna ask, and then I ain't gonna say nothing else. Do you make a hundred thousand dollars a year? Uh, close. 
cool because I made close to it too. Um, so that's how got a hundred thousand dollars. That's not a lot again, again, because it's not. But when you calculate everything, because you yeah. end up going home with around, I, I know I, well, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna talk my finances. What I'm saying is, okay, you know, we're not going there. Right? Yeah, that ain't go home money. But what I'm saying is, on paper it's, it say that, but it don't say that. And paper it looks awesome. Yeah, it looks very good. What I'm saying is, if someone was just to say, "Boom, here go a hundred. You not gonna act like that as little money. You ain't gonna look like you ain't gonna look at these people and be like, that ain't a lot of money. That's one day. That's one day I just got a hundred. Of course I'm not gonna be like that uh, ain't no that's exactly. in a bucket. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna act like that. No, because they could give me nothing because I'm what? Not the wife. So uh, <laughs> you, you, uh, we're not gonna go no, there today. we're not going there right but what i'm saying is is that like in like in a in a regular person's life like yeah if somebody just random not randomly but if somebody were to split from me and they were to give me a hundred dollar or a hundred thousand Okay, cool. But I'm not I'm not gonna be like, oh shit, I can retire now. You know I'm not I'm not doing none of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not quitting my job. It's not the lottery, it's not any of the sort. I'm still gonna have to work my jobs. I'm still gonna have to, you know, work my hustles. I'm still gonna I'm like life is not changing just because you gave me a hundred thousand dollars. Now I might call in a little bit more, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm not quitting. I'm not quitting nobody's job. Like, I'm. I'll pay for cash on a couple of things instead of making payments or something like that. You're but like, again, you're not supposed to. Like I said, getting back to Kevin Hart and Tori Hart, that was wrong for her to get because yeah, you you're gonna blow that um, in a year, especially. Um, just, just how this world work? Like you said, you got to pay lawyers. You got to, you know, everything got to, at the end of the day, she probably came home with $68,000. Yeah. That's not, that's not a lot. That's not a lot of money, but he got away with that scot-free. Yeah. Cause not the fact that you cheated on me. Excuse me. You left me and you only going to give me a hundred thousand. And and you're still on the come up. You're still you're still on the road to becoming an A list star. And the projections are pretty clear that you're almost there at the time. You know what I'm saying? From and what um from what I I seen on YouTube, it was like he settled that shit with her. She got child support and like a hundred thousand or a hundred and some change. At the end of the day, after paying lawyers and all that, she probably came home with eighty-eight grand, and then that nigga started doing arena tours. Yeah, like that's crazy. That shit is wild. Yeah, and just like, just like that shit that just happened with that coach, that NBA coach, he got like the biggest, um, the biggest contract for a coach ever, and they did that. They, the way that they did it was that 
it went official after his divorce was final. So yeah. it was like, y'all did that shit on purpose. You know what I'm saying? Which on one side, I'm like, I, I respect it. On the other side, I'm like, fuck. You know what I mean? Well, on one, on one side, I respect it because um, for him, like, yeah, he had already, I, I don't know fully about that, but I think he already settled everything. And I'm not going to give you a dime of my future money. So I get it. Yeah. Right, and he, he wanted to make sure, you know. Yeah, saying? he wanted to make sure. Like, yeah, you got, you so, already got him. this shit. Right, like, right. Because, um, uh, but Sebastian, of course, uh, uh, Sebastian um, he had already said it. Like, you know, uh, uh, what what ends up happening is, uh, they wait ten years. Uh, some women in the NBA or wait ten years, and then they'll get a divorce, and then they get this nigga's pension. So he had to make sure that his pension was to, uh was secure. Yeah, but that's uh that's not just the NBA. That's period. You you get to that ten year mark. Yeah, that, that's always the key. Get to the ten year mark. But that uh, ten year mark. So Tamika says, um, "You're not getting a decent house in KC for a hundred grand." Exactly, you're not. Um, Glenn says, "Gas take on." Um, on E, but all drinks on me. We celebrating that hundred K. All drinks are not on me if I'm only getting a hundred K. Um Glenn <laughs> also says you're Kevin's special friend. L- <laughs> no, we're not yeah, you know, we're <laughs> 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 yeah, listen. Uh, no, no. Talk about hey. Talk amongst yourself. I got I I, I got to use the bathroom on that one. That that made me laugh so much. I got to pee. That's crazy. Right, right, right. So, yes. Right now, we'll just uh go over a couple things. Um, if you didn't catch the beginning, we are um in several places. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon. Uh, yeah, Amazon Music. We're on those places. We're also um, on YouTube. You're probably watching us now on YouTube or Facebook, and then we're also on Twitch as well. So, um, if you're on any of those places, you can also, you know, like the podcast, subscribe to it, also, um, leave a five star review. You know, let us know where you're from and what parts you resonate with. Also, it's interactive, as you can see, so you can always, you know, comment on the uh, topic that we are discussing. Currently, right now, we're discussing the whole Tory Hart signing on with uh, Cat Williams on his next tour. Again, if um, if you're just catching us, yeah, Tory Hart is the ex-wife of Kevin Hart. And we were just pretty much discussing how uh, we have our thoughts about her signing on for his next tour. And I feel like we are both in agreement that that was a, a great opportunity for her. You don't see no, nothing bad about that. I, about I, I don't. I, I just, yeah. I mean, I hate to say it like that, but like, you know, um, when you know you uh, when you know you got opposition, you don't mm-hmm. give your ops ammunition. Yeah, yeah. 
You 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 gave your ammunition with you sit your baby mama out to the side. Like, come on, it's like I know niggas that don't fuck with their baby mama. Like real shit, mm -hmm. don't be around them. But you know what? They baby mama can't call them about nothing that they don't take care of. Just because yeah. I don't need that bullshit around me. Yeah. Yeah, straight up. Straight I up. got a homeboy right now. His his baby mama live in fucking Tennessee. She called that nigga the other day and was like, hey, man, I don't know what's going on. This tire uh, sounding kind of wobbly. Wop, 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 all this old extra shit. This nigga called niggas in Tennessee. Like, craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. This nigga called shops in Tennessee, told them the address, and said, pick the car up. But that's what you do at the end of the day. You're going to have her back. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's what you're supposed to do, at least. Because there are some motherfuckers out here that be like, you better get how you live, bitch. Like, you the one left me. You figure out what I'm supposed to do. I'm all the way up here. Like, you'll get that. That that I, I ain't gonna mention my nigga name, but my nigga 100, because that nigga did all that shit. I watched him do it that day. I said, damn. I was like, for me, he was like, yeah, because I ain't got to, I, I, I ain't about to, I ain't about to go on that bullshit. If I say it, it, it. his thing is, if I say no, I don't want to be that kind. I want to drive out to Tennessee and don't, uh, and don't get to see my goddamn son. Like, I ain't got time for that shit. When I drive out to see my son, I drive out to see my son. I don't want no problems. Right. Right. And I, and I feel him on that. And whatever whatever you got to do to make that happen is what you got to do. And at the end of the day, your son is being transported in that vehicle. So you want that yeah. vehicle to be right. So let me figure this out. You know? Yeah. But some people don't think of it that way. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I watched that nigga call niggas for at least two hours and be like yeah can y'all can y'all just pick it up like he was like here go the address wow 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 pick it up and then tell me how much it costs right like can y'all say pay me over the phone <laughs> yeah like he wasn't yeah. even he wasn't even on no extra like he didn't he didn't give a fuck about what it costs none of that shit like that's one thing i'll say like 100 that nigga was not they could have told that nigga it was gonna be thirty five hundred dollars. That nigga would have been like, "All right, bet um, y'all y'all take Venmo." Like he just mm -hmm. he did not want to deal with that shit. And he told me he was like, "Nah, I don't want to do that." My son way down in Tennessee, man. When I want to go see my son, I want to go see my son. I don't want to talk about this car I didn't fix. Right, right. No, I feel him. I feel him. You know what I'm saying? It's whatever to keep it copacetic. And then fixing your tire keeps it cup aesthetic. That's what we gonna do. So I get it. Glenn says I'm from Crenshaw Mafia. I'm from Crenshaw Mafia. I watched you're that an movie African on booty scratching, uh, Glenn. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that movie on Christmas. It's a feel good, <laughs> feel good Christmas story. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas make it out the hood. Right. <laughs> right. The rest of them niggas died. Yeah. Right. We started with four. Right. So. right. Started with four. <laughs> we ended up with two motherfuckers. A nigga and a bitch. Right. right. And then a nigga end up with each other. 
Right. Right. And they had they had to leave. They had to go to the completely other side of the country. That's mm-hmm. how bad that shit was. But yeah. Yeah. So uh so yeah, so that's uh Kevin Hart and Toy Hart and Cat Williams. So best of luck to them all. Um side note, you know, um Kevin Hart's new movie came out today, Lift. Um, and it was directed by F. Gary Gray. So I thought it was like just another Italian job. Um, it is, but it ain't. Because I did try to watch it today. I'm going to have to watch it again because it did not keep my um, attention at all. But oh, wow. yeah. yeah, it did not. But it, it looked real nice. They spent some money on it. It looked real nice. That's what I was about to say. I got to watch it because I'm not even going to lie. I can't, you know, I can't fault Kevin. Um, I actually like Kevin when he does his uh, dramatic roles. Like, mm-hmm. not so much of the action star uh, or, you know, action comedy. Like, some of that shit is cool. Um, but some of it, you know, just it doesn't spark me. It's more, it's more childlike for me. Um, and that's no downplay mm-hmm. of Kevin Hart. That just shows you the artistry that he can do. Um, but I do yeah. like the dramatic roles. Um, yeah, I, I do like when he uh, when he plays those dramatic roles because it's um, when I look at him, he's a totally different individual. Yeah, yeah, I um, I'm with you on that because um, he is a really good actor, and he uh, he does real good when he's not <laughs> leaning. On- comedy especially when he's not leaning on the same comedy shit that we have grown to hear from him for the past 15 years i.e his height like i'm tired of hearing short jokes right you know so um but yeah no he he for the most part it was believable but um it just didn't keep my it just didn't keep my attention so i'm just gonna have to watch it again so i don't know what that says about the movie or me but Maybe a little bit of both. But yeah. So um so yeah, so that's that's them. So the next topic, it seems like the whole the whole theme of tonight's episode is people versus people. Cause the next story is another versus. So, and this is some bullshit. This actually trended uh when this shit came out. So um Stunning girl. If that name doesn't sound familiar, don't worry. You're not missing anything. But um, if the name does sound familiar, that's because she is a quote-unquote rapper. And she also was on Baddies West. She was on Baddies West. And um, she was the one that fought Tommy on the first episode. And had it and was fighting on the in the van and had all kinds of issues throughout that season. It was it was wild. But um, but yeah, so like I said, she's a rapper and I think she's from the Bay Area. And so she did a song where they sampled Sierra's goodies. And Sierra, um, caught wind of it and got it snatched down. 
because they put it, I believe they put it on YouTube and they got it snatched down. Um, basically because she didn't get permission. So, um, and I mean, like, as soon as it went up, not too long after it went up, it got snatched right on down. So, Stunna took to social media to vent her frustration and try to come after artists because artists are not letting people sample their things. Even though, again, she did not get permission to sample this song. So when people came at her, she was like, um, well, that was the producer's job. He said that he handled it and all this kind of stuff. But you still didn't have your ducks in a row. Your T's were not crossed. Your I's were not dotted. And the permission was not granted. Access denied. You cannot use this sample. So, of course, the internet was going to internet. And um, we <laughs> I like how you said that. The internet sure. is going to internet. That's the internet is going to internet. Yeah. So, um, there are samples of this song that has hit social media. The song is called Stand Up. I heard the samples. And... It is hot garbage. The chorus is, because I, I can't play it, because again, it's not a cleared song. Plus, I don't want to um, make your ears bleed either. So, yeah. Damn. But, um, <laughs> but the song, the chorus goes, I can make the dick stand up. So, my whole thing is, yeah, we all in this whole era where we have this quote-unquote coochie music, coochie rap music, this subgenre that's going on. That's all fine and dandy. However, a song over the goodies beat saying I can make the dick stand up is completely contradicting the whole basis of the song goodies did you even hear this song ever in life lizzie what i want you to like do five years old or something like that when song what, 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 what i want you to do lindsay is i want you to look up and i ain't telling you to look up the lyrics i just want you to look up the chorus for goodies oh i can pull that up i can pull that up Right, yeah. Yeah. But I'm just like, this has nothing to do. So even if they were to have gone to Sierra, because we all know famously Sierra owns her masters, but yep. even if they were to have gone to Sierra to ask for permission, she would have denied it. For one, the song is trash. For two, again, it goes against everything that this fucking song is about. So, uh, let's see. Where is it? Uh, chorus. I bet... Shoot, why is this pulling up? Hold on. Okay. I bet you want the goodies. Bet you thought about it. Got you all hot and bothered. Mad because I talked around it. 
if you're looking for the goodies, keep on looking because they stay in the jar. Oh, 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 yeah. That is completely contradicting. <laughs> that ain't anything to do with. Right. Um, I can make the dick stand up. Yeah. I can make the dick stand up. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. All right. So what's your thoughts on this whole situation? Because Stunning Girl got completely dragged online, which she deserved every bit of it because the nerve and audacity of you, bitch. Well, one thing I will say is this. I don't know too much about Stunner. But what I will say is you got to make sure what you're sampling um, is suitable not only to your audience, excuse me, but who you are sampling. Now, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be 100 with everybody. A lot of niggas did never got paid from samples. Let that let, let let's just um uh, I guess I'll just take the cat out the bag on that. A lot of niggas ain't never got paid from samples, and a lot of niggas never worried about getting paid from samples because their music was still making them money. Mm. At the same time, it had to make sense to what them niggas was talking about. Like anybody that never asked for royalties off a sample is because they liked what you were talking about. Yeah. Sierra can can never like what you're talking about because who Sierra is right now and even what that song represented, that song represented, um, I'm just not going to give you the pussy like that, my nigga. So, for you to even say I can make the dick stand up, the lyrics in this motherfucker is so appalling. Yes. I I, I just, sorry, Stunner. I I, I just had to say this shit. The, The lyrics are so appalling that it doesn't even make sense for it to be on the goodies track. Sierra was so wholesome back then. That she even made Petey Pablo censor himself. Yeah. Yeah. Petey Pablo has made records about beating a woman's ass. That's 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 it's not it's not a it's not a lie, y'all. Y'all can actually just listen to his songs. He's made a song about beating the shit out of bitch. What song was this? Himself. What song was this? Uh his last album that he made. He made a song about him uh him and his woman getting into it. And he said, like, you know, normally I drag the shit out you. Okay. <laughs> 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 you made him censor himself. So yeah. for you get on this and do, of course, like I said in the beginning. And he did two verses. That's what makes it so bad. 
censure yourself twice. Right. <laughs> if Kurt Franklin um got sampled, you best believe that shit is not gonna be drill music. <laughs> You know, good and damn well. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm speaking on a real level, people, because I want y'all to understand this. If Kurt Franklin got sampled, okay, let, let's uh, name me a Kurt Franklin song. Stop. We got stop. We got what else? Uh, smile. Melodies from heaven. Could you imagine oh. melodies from heaven? Now just don't, imagine. Don't, don't. All my niggas keep stepping. All my niggas keep stepping. Shoot them AKs. The switch, man. Like that shit. Right. Would not get sanctioned from fucking. <laughs> that never sampled. I mean, uh, excuse me, sanction that shit. Fill them with the bullets, holy points. <laughs> rain right, down on me, bang. Rain <laughs> down on me, bang. Like, no, fuck no. Brain. <laughs> Like, fuck that. That's why I understand, like, she is, and shout out to her for being a talent that she is. You know, stunner girl, you are a talent. Um, But you got to yeah. understand that a lot of things ain't just going to fly. You got to, again, like she was trying to make the argument, when I do uh, songs with uh, on uh, white people's beats, they don't say nothing. They don't give a fuck. They don't even own that shit. It has to go through a whole coalition. They don't care to do it. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sure. The individual I'm sure. that owns their masters and you putting something in there that didn't even represent what she was trying to push. Yeah, she has every right to, to cease and desist on that shit. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm sure you can't, I'm sure you can't get a fucking Elvis song and talk about making the dick stand up and they would approve it. I'm sure his estate no. would not approve no shit like that. No, no hell no. You not. know what I'm saying? Just, and, she, and she was just throwing that type of thing out there. So I'm saying, like, yeah, it's a bunch of niggas that got mixed, uh, 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 mixed tapes where they didn't sample music. Sexy Red got big off of uh, that uh, Tonight song. Like, like, a lot of people fail to realize, like, that's that's how Sexy Red was, uh, was moving in, uh, in St. Louis, cause of uh, cause of that song. Mm -hmm. So yeah, some white people don't give a fuck. That's cool. Right, right. I, I, that's cool for them not to give a fuck. Let you get a buzz. What I'm saying is, at the same time, everybody knows how black people got to move in any type of industry. We got to move twice as hard, twice as fast. I'm not gonna let you diminish what goodies was. Right. Right. And on top of that, black folks is unfortunately the representative for the whole race. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you if you're putting out this positive song about, you know, withstanding from sex, 
and then you clear a sample talking about making a dick stand up like that's going against everything that you stood for on this song and the grind that you did when that when that album came out you know what i'm saying like what what it's just it's it's so it's just so wild that like again the audacity of this bitch like it's just like you're not even respecting the grind and the hustle and the dedication and the sacrifice that this girl like it's a it's more yeah. than just a song you know what i mean like it's more than just a song you know i don't know but yeah she got dragged to hell over this shit. I mean, and because, I mean, that that's the thing she shouldn't have said nothing at all she should have seen that shit and she she should have just went on and moved on to another fucking song yeah she shouldn't have even told us she should have just yeah. took the song and just you know you know lesson learned and put it on another beat and, and, and how i look at it is like this is where you know you get niggas looking for clout because now you doing this because you think somebody gonna back you on that ain't nobody about, about to back you on that right. I, I ain't like, even gonna what? talk about niggas in my generation i'm gonna just talk about motherfucking people that love sierra it's it's kids that love sierra they know what goodies represent right and when i say right. kids i'm saying that because i'm a i'm a 40 year old man so i i, I as a 40 year old man i know it's I, I'm gonna call you a kid, but you 24 years old. You still know what goodies represented. Goodies represented. You, um, I'm not just gonna give you some pussy just cause you here. You had a nigga. I really want to put this in perspective, y'all. You had a nigga that gave you two verses on this shit that censored itself because um he had a song. That was coming out later in that year called Freakily, where his lyrics was, "Tell me how you want it. Do you want it missionary with your head uh, with, uh nah, with your legs framed on the backboard?" Yeah. This nigga is. He, this nigga had the most crazy ass lyrics. Yeah, Freakily was a wild ass song. That was a wild ass song. And I bumped Yeah, you want do you want it from the back? Would you <laughs> what is that? Would you do you want it in the pussy? Do you want it in your hand? I can give you I can give you anything in your hand. Freak. Tell me how you want it. Do you want a missionary with your belly with your legs veined on the backboard? Right. Like, this nigga was serious on fucking bitches. And he censored himself for that song. Yeah, you know, that Usher's Yeah and Goodies all came out the same year. I remember that. That all, that was a big thing. And, you know, Little John did the beat for all of them. And, you know, Yeah and Freakily got literally the exact same beat. Man, would you like it from the back with your head in the pillow so you can scream as loud as you, as you want to? Right? That was wild. Yeah. And that was a Tell me how you want it. Do you want it over here? Do you want it, you over, want there? it over there? Do you want it on the stairs? Do you want it on the chair? 
right? <laughs> and was dead ass. He was dead the fuck serious. Like, you couldn't yeah, you tell him. him. Yeah. That nigga sounded like a derogatory Dr. Seuss boost. Uh, do, you <laughs> do you want it over there? Do you want it on the stairs? Do you want it on the chair? <laughs> I can give you anything you can no. <laughs> Frequently. Right. Monique. Like he was starting to right. name names. Mm-hmm. Right. right. How you like it, Daddy? <laughs> this nigga censored itself for the goodies track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you mean to tell me you think you can make a song called I Can Make the Dick Stand Up and sample this track and think ain't nobody gonna say nothing? Right. And then this is the killer part about that. Like, it would it wasn't even like they tried to freak the beat. It was just like they basically pulled the beat and it like up the bass. Yeah, it was the beat. Like they didn't even like try to do nothing to the beat. Like it wasn't no guessing or nothing. It was just like like they legit jacked the beat. And then you get mad that the person you jack from don't want you to use it. Like what? In what world is that okay? Huh? That's like turning Jesus is the reason to a fucking freak Nick song. <laughs> like, and there's no way you're going to do that without repercussion. Right. Kirk Franklin is not clearing that shit. Jesus is the reason. Turn around. Turn that around and turn around and be like... <laughs> <laughs> Pussy popping this evening. I, like nobody is gonna rock like nobody is gonna do that for you. Nobody's gonna allow that to be something going down. Pussy popping this evening. Yeah. Oh my penis, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nobody's yes, doing it. Oh yes, oh, yes she, she is. is. <laughs> like nobody's gonna let that ride. <laughs> Nobody's letting that ride. Like, what are you doing about to accomplish right there? I don't need no, no condoms, please. Like, no, that ain't, that ain't going. Right. None of that is occurring. Nothing. Nothing of the sort. Ma'am. Ma'am. She fucked up. Royally. Royally. What a girl, you fucked up because like yeah, she's uh, she is always it is not nothing to like it'll be a difference if um Sierra represented something from a long time ago and people are trying to bring up shit. Like Sierra's always representing what she's been her whole career. Sierra ain't never changed. It's the industry that changed. Sierra mm-hmm. ain't. Sierra represented that you ain't gotta fuck everybody. You ain't no. gotta, you know what I'm saying? You ain't gotta suck and fuck everything. The industry right. changed, not Sierra. Right, right. So you, if you think she wasn't gonna address that, you crazy out your fucking mind. Right. And I just love the fact that she just handled her business and that's just what it was. And yeah. she ain't, she still like, far as I know, 
she still ain't said nothing or addressed it or anything like that, which she don't have to. I mean, the the, the internet is doing that for her. Like, bitch, you out your motherfucking mind. Yeah, you ain't got to do it. it, it it's it's yeah. the whole thing about it is, and 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 I'll, I'll not only am I talking to Stunner Girl, I'm talking to every up and coming rapper or a rapper who is in the industry right now. The whole thing about it is, you got to make that shit make sense when you sample certain song because you can barely sample a nigga song if a nigga pay attention to his uh, music and he really has royalties over his music. He's gonna dictate how that shit play. Yeah, like I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't think y'all niggas really understand that it. For every sample that you heard, it took niggas actually sitting there making beats, making loopholes, and talking to the individual that originally made the beat to even make it happen. Mm-hmm. Right, right, all that. Yeah, I I uh I I just on I'll speak on I, I won't speak on everybody. I just speak on Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones been sampled a million times over and over again. He's always been sampled. One thing I will say about people that has ever sampled Quincy Jones shit, um, if it's not new age shit, I'm talking about um back in my generation, the uh 2010s and lower. Mm-hmm. They have they, those niggas actually got stories about Quincy Jones. They be like, well, you know, we was like, we had to do this, and then you know we had a session. We had a session with Quincy Jones. Like Quincy Jones wanted to be in there. He wanted to see what y'all niggas was talking about, right? Before he sanctioned that shit off, right? That nigga wasn't about right. to sanction that shit off out of nowhere. I want to see what y'all doing with this beat. I don't right. give a fuck if it was one panata. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it out. Like, that's that's all we had. And I want to see what y'all gonna do with it. Right. Right. There's um there's a song, I forgot the name of the song, but it's a Wale song. And it was a single, it was off of that album, um, the album about nothing, where he sampled Janet Jackson. And he says that Janet Jackson was like, she didn't want no cussing on it so he had to make the song without cussing he had to go back and make it without no cuss words you know what i mean mm-hmm. so <clears throat> yeah so some of these people you know they they are really about the integrity of the way that their sample is being used and if you want to use my shit you're gonna follow my rules period yeah. point blank and I, and I can't do nothing but respect that because you it's a privilege it. yeah it's a privilege to be able to sample some of these people you know <clears throat> Glenn says, speaking of sample, that finesse two times in BG sample of Gangstified is fire. I haven't heard that song. I've heard it. Um, it's it it, it is a good song. Well, uh, uh, well, we we're talking about the uh, the uh, uh, sample uh, or the beat. Period. The beat is uh, dope. Mm-hmm. But we're not gonna get a. Um, we're not gonna uh, get on um, finesse two times lyrics, nor we're gonna get on BG's lyrics, because that's gonna spark up a whole different conversation. Oh wow! Okay. Um, but I will say that um, what's his name? NBA YoungBoy. He sampled Bossolini. See, murders Bossolini. But wait, yeah. 
Was it Boston? It was on the Bossolini album. I can't remember the song, but he sampled him and C Murder appreciated it. Like he came out and spoke about it, you know, and, and I will say he did do a good job. He did do a good job with that. So, um, you know, but like I said, like, you gotta make it match. You can't it's like anything on people, on people's beats though. Yeah. You, you gotta make it match. And then like what, um, what Stunner Girl was trying to say is everybody samples everything and like um more or less what she was trying to say is everything ain't uh, uh original anymore. Um with that being said, I, I understand that completely. But if you take something that completely is what I did, then you owe me money for it. Oh yeah. Well, I'm on my boozy shit. I, I I at this point I'm on my boozy bullshit. Like, nah, I'm not gonna. I'm done with y'all sampling my shit and thinking I'm not gonna get paid from it. And that's the part that just really kills me because we have countless examples of people getting sued, going to court to make this mistake. Why do you feel like you're exempt? Like, I don't. I'm just. I'm so. I'm so confused why this is still a thing. Um. <clears throat> uh Glenn says, damn, you're getting good, Lily. You didn't take the bait this time, LOL. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> so yeah, so that is um Sierra's goodies versus stunning girl. Um I don't have any final thoughts. So Jerry's final thoughts, take it away. Oh, I'm glad that this is my Jerry. Not not to say it like that, but um, <laughs> I will say this. Um, this beginning of the year has been amazing. It's shown us that we're living in an age where. Um, Loyalty is almost diminished, y'all. Loyalty actually doesn't have um, any other meaning but what it is in the dictionary. And it nobody even follows suit in real life. And so with that being said, I want to say that what we as a people have to understand that regardless of what the definition of loyalty is, we're supposed to only have uh, two core things in mind. Will it embarrass you or will it embarrass your people? If you understand them two key factors and you understand that you don't want to embarrass yourself, or embarrass your people, it'll make you move 100% a different way. So I want y'all to really uh, understand that, like I said earlier, um, I've I've been 100% correct of this year's the year of receipts. And this year of receipts, you must understand 
you should not embarrass yourself or embarrass your people. And as always, take care of yourself and others. All right. Thank you for that, Jerry's final thought. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, before we go, Glenn has a final thought as well. Loyalty is just a tattoo now, and most of them are ugly. Mm. Well, all right. Okay. So. You know. <laughs> loyalty, so, yeah, so. Um, and loyalty means something to everybody. Um, it, 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 and loyalty doesn't mean um, the exact same thing that um, I think of it to you. Yeah. Yeah. So that can be a topic we can revisit. But this is episode 107 of the Ish We Talk. And we will see you guys for episode 108. Bye. Exactly.